What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 244. We're here on Tuesday, December 15th. We got a jam-packed show for you here today. Um, wanted to start off with something that happened on Friday of last week. Um, so many of you may be familiar with Barstool Sports and their founder, Dave Portnoy. He basically posted a very passionate response to uh, Governor Cuomo announcing last Friday that indoor dining in New York City will be closed down. And we wanted to play that clip for you. And then we're going to talk about some of the just government infringements going on on people's rights, all in the name of the China virus. Let's roll that clip. Okay, I got to do this rant. I've done it a bunch. I can't believe it. I have to do it again. But New York City just closed indoor dining. My hair is fucking big. New York City just closed indoor dining. What do they think is going to happen? What, what do they think is going to happen to the thousands of restaurants, the bar? They're done. The bar and restaurant industry and small business have been squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. And they've tried everything. They've been as creative as possible. You get the outdoor dining, these structures, they've had to build on their own dime. You have the glass in between the masks. You've had the six feet of separation, fewer tables. They've been as creative as you can be to save their livelihoods, to save what they've spent decades of blood, sweat, and tears building. They've done whatever. They've scratched and clawed. And now a few politicians in New York City is like, eh, you're done. We're shutting it down. No indoor dining. How do you expect these people to survive? What are people going to go out to dinner now in ice cold temperatures? It's insanity. And this isn't about Corona or how dangerous and the hospitals and rising. It's not. Listen, the vaccine is right around the corner. If you're health impaired, you're afraid of it. You're old. Don't go out. Stay inside for three months. The vaccine is coming. But let people decide. I can't believe. In this country, what I consider the most basic right of them all, the right to earn a living, the right to earn a livelihood, is now being stolen. It is being stolen by a few politicians who believe they are smarter than me and you. They believe they have the right to tell me and you how to live our lives. Something you could never imagine. Basic freedoms they are stealing. And I'm not over saying it. They are stealing it. And they're saying they're protecting us. Let us protect ourselves. You're not protecting a family that you just destroyed. These people aren't getting their livelihoods back. As I've said a million times, if I start Barstool and I worked my dick to the bone for a decade and I got right to the point of making it and you pulled the plug without me having the chance, I would rather die. And I don't even think people are dying when they're wearing masks. People are aware of Corona. They're being careful. And the rules, like I'm in Miami right now. They just said, oh, you got to shut it down at midnight now. That's a huge blow for the nightlife industry. It was late. I can drive 25 minutes and go out in the county next door. I can go to Tampa. That's the thing. It's not even uniform. You can go to a different country. You can do whatever. Some politicians are like, oh, I'm smarter than that guy. Or I'm going to tell this person how to live. There's no uniformity. And by the way, all you brilliant politicians say no indoor dining, no going out curfews. If somebody wants to go out, where do you think they're going? House parties. It doesn't even make sense. You're not even protecting the people. The people who be going to these restaurants are still going out. I promise you. All you're doing is ruining thousands and thousands and thousands of lives. The, this country is never going to be the same. This is it. There's already walked through New York. See, look at the buildings. Look at the restaurants. 
Boards after boards after boards, out of business, rent signs. This is because of the way the government has handled it. Be as creative as the restaurant industry and bar industry. They're doing anything you can. There's no creativity from the government. I don't know what the answer is. Oh, actually I do. Let people fucking decide for themselves. If you want to stay home, you're afraid of Corona, stay home. I want to go out. It's not your place to tell me how to live my life at this point. In this country, politicians are taking away the right to earn a living. It's that simple and it's insanity. I don't know what the answer is, but it is insanity. So he's absolutely correct. Yeah. And I know you agree with this, Matt. I mean, yeah. you know, you can simultaneously think that the virus is dangerous, but also that certain things don't lead to cases. Yeah. And when he was pressed, they basically admitted that 1.74% of cases were attributed to restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's and and also it's. I think. Um, well, I, I don't know if it's national, but like around here, you know, where we live, storm in Arlington County. I think like seven percent of cases were attributed to the gym. You mm -hmm. know, it's not. You know, most school, of it is household spread. Yeah, yeah. School, yeah. Schools aren't aren't really super spreaders. I mean, I, I mean, um, which is why uh, shoving people back into their yeah. houses only makes it spread more. Exactly. Yeah. And especially when there's, you know, um, you know, a parent and, and, you know, like a, a parents who are at, in the at risk demographic with, you know, millennial kids. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, schools aren't, aren't, you know, quote unquote, super spreader sources. Um, you know, the Washington Post actually reported about that, but I'm sure that got buried to like page nine. But yeah, I mean, again, like the president said, you know, the 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 solution that was what did he say? The the cure can't be worse than the virus. Yep. And, you know, Bill Gates, you know, I don't know why Bill Gates was on CNN because Bill Gates is not a fucking medical expert. He's he's really known for just basically stealing the interface of um, you know the Macintosh. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he gets on there, you know, he has the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation who's fighting malaria, which so far is hasn't been eradicated, but whatever. He's on there and he's saying, you know, sadly, uh, we got to shut down the restaurants for four to six months, but it's appropriate or something like that. And I'm just like, well, first of all, it must be nice to sit on, a, you know, billions of dollars and not have a worry yeah. in the world. Shutting down a business or a, a bar, a restaurant especially, for four to six months, even without pandemic conditions, just shutting off the faucet like that, that's death to that business. Mm -hmm. Death. And, yeah. and I mean, he, even right now, DC, I, I believe right now, I think, uh, you know, um, uh, the guy from Bar Rescue, uh, what's his name? Uh, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, well, like 70% of the bars in DC are probably not, are never going to reopen. Mm -hmm. I oh, mean, yeah, a huge percentage of restaurants and bars that are never going to even have the chance to reopen because they're just going to yeah. be financially ruined. Yeah, just, you know, just too much. And then, you know, I, I mean, what, what do you say to those people? Mm -hmm. I mean, Bill, I mean, that that's why people like Bill Gates and, and, and company can't can't be doling out advice or being interviewed because they have billions of dollars and they don't have a worry in the world. Like that is such a detached statement. Like most people need to work, Bill. <laughs> Like, I don't yeah. understand, like, this, like, you need to, like, six months, I mean, the only, the only people that I know that, that take, that, that have that type of schedule, and even then, most of them are treading water, are construction workers, mm -hmm. you know, like, that's why, like, when there's, like, a big project for a building, or, like, in Ocean City, you know, they, they, they had a big bridge project on, on, 
you know, from Summers Point into Sixth Street, for those of you who've been to Ocean City, you know, that was like a four-year project storm. You know, mm -hmm. those workers got four years of solid work. The iron workers probably got, I mean, made a boatload, but then they're out of work, you know, for months until their union gets them another job, you know, and sometimes it can be months. But yep. other than that, most people can't work from home. We're, we're lucky. I always say that too. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, even, even I'm speaking, I mean, not to, you know, use the left's language here, but I, I gotta, cause I'm on the spot here, but like, I'm speaking from a point of privilege. Like, <laughs> you know, we are lucky that we can work from home, but there oh, yeah. are, you know, I would say what 60, 70% of the American workforce in general can't work from home. Yep. Like you can't work from home, working in a grocery store, can't work from home being in a bar or restaurant, certainly can't work from home if you're a, you know, medical worker. And yep. You know, for for Bill Gates and all these, you know, globalist people, all these globalist, you know, clowns and, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, it's just appropriate to shut down the economy for, you know, 75 percent of Americans for six months. When, again, like you said, it's not even we're not even targeting the areas that were where spread is, is the worst. In fact, keeping people locked up, like you said, is is the, is how it really spreads. Yeah. Well, so outside. go for a walk, everybody, you know, go into the parks, you know, do, do get fresh air, open up the windows, ventilate. I mean, I think that's a bit, you know, not, not like the entire battle, but getting fresh air, you know, ventilation, huge part of it. So. I think, I think the most key point uh, that I want to drive home from what Portnoy had to say was yeah. uh, so many decades of blood, sweat and tears destroyed without giving people a chance to fight. Scary that basic freedoms we took for granted can just be taken away by a few politicians. Yeah. And I can't believe in this country, what I consider to be the most basic right of them all to earn a living, the right to earn a livelihood is now being stolen, being stolen by a few politicians who believe they're smarter than me and you. They believe they have the right to tell me and you how to live our lives. Yeah. And it's so true. You see it happening in California. More oh, specifically. yeah. You see it happening in New Jersey. And the defiant New Jersey gym owner, who many of you have heard about, Ian Smith, he's been fighting against King Murphy up there. Yeah. And yesterday he had this to say, quote, the only way you'll ever close these doors is when you close my casket. And I love that. And this is Attila's gym in New Jersey. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that really shocked me is that the gym has had more than 80,000 visits tracked without any cases of coronavirus being linked back yeah. to the facility. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's surprising. So you, the you, science you, doesn't you, back you, it up. A so cases or something, given that, that, you know, at least or something. I mean, 80,000, that's a lot, you know? A lot of people, yeah. So the, the whole thing here is, you know, as we've been saying from the beginning, it just does not make logical sense that these small establishments, these small businesses, which are the backbone of America, are mm -hmm. forced to shut down but the big box retailers are oh, allowed yeah. to stay open. Yeah, they can stay open. Yeah, no. Which arguably is a much higher risk oh. than socially distanced people eating in a restaurant or socially distanced people going into a small business. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. There's no consistency. And that's the problem. You can't have trust in the system, which we yeah. learned about trust in the system from the election, yeah. that you know, th there has to be an understanding. And Americans are, are born free and supposed to live free. We're not just going to sit here taking this. So yeah, and it's not like, listen, there's also, you know, given the, you know, the expansion of, you know, mobile phone technology and social media, like you're going to get caught. And that's the thing, you know, 
first of all, the, the, the gym owner reached so much to probably set up a GoFundMe to help with those fines. But he's got uh, one and a half million in one and a half million dollars. I mean, I mean, we're he we're, we're gonna have to help this guy out. But I mean, like you, you brought up Gavin Newsom. I'll bring up the, the 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 mayor of Denver. Stay home, cancel Thanksgiving. And then what does he do? He gets on an airplane to fly to Mississippi to see his wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. And didn't somebody go to Mexico too? Uh yeah, someone it was, yeah. it was the mayor of Austin, Texas, went to went Mexico, Mexico to okay, Cabo for yeah. vacation. God, talk about and he recorded his statement telling people to stay home from Mexico. Oh my god, you know what that reminds me of? Of the clip of The Simpsons yeah. when Mayor Quimby's on like a Jamaican island <laughs> and a, a, a tin drum guy comes through and he acts like he's in the mayor's office. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Quimby live in the mayor's office, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And you know, speaking of New York and Governor Cuomo, two things I want to bring up here. Oh, so, well, remember, he had the Thanksgiving plans. Remember, he tried to sneak his family to the governor's mansion. Not only that. Remember, after lecturing people to, to kill their plans. It's supposed <laughs> to be on this Thursday, and I'm not sure if they're still having it. But you know that those celebrities were going to throw a fucking birthday fundraiser for him? Okay. I thought that that was photoshopped and had to be fake because no, no way, no way. I mean, it was real. Talk ben, about Ben Stiller is one of the people behind it. And it he, all the and he too, yeah. admitted to it on Twitter. Oh my God. And in fact, he insulted Janice Dean who lost to two uh, parents in laws in the nursing homes in New York. And then oh. had to apologize because he basically said, Oh, shut up. You know, it's our yeah. thing. We'll do whatever we want. And I'm like, yeah. Well, that's the whole point we're making right there. Yeah. But speaking of. Oh, my Cuomo, God. I can't. Be- you know what? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, this next part's going to be. Coming really- from an Italian family, you know, both of us. I mean, the guy the guy still has the balls of one. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. What's even more scary on the heels of all that is that apparently Governor Cuomo is being considered as a possible attorney general pick for the Biden administration. Oh, um, great. Which is like, I, I I don't even know what to say about that. But yeah. the other possible picks is just a crew of fucking malcontents. Sally Yates, who we all oh, know. No. Oh, no. Uh, Doug Jones from Alabama, who yeah. I think probably is the most no. reasonable of the picks. He's still a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, back from the dead, Merrick Garland. Honestly, I, <laughs> I you, you think Doug Jones is the most uncontroversial? I think Merrick Garland is, actually. Maybe. In fact, Maybe. In fact I mean, Merrick Garland, both. you know, Merrick Garland is not really uh, on. I, I don't. I, correct me if I'm wrong, folk, uh, listeners, Storm. I don't think he's really on board on the on the uh, criminal justice reform train. I think he's, yeah, he's up on crime, which which is why I thought that he would be a problem. In, that's if, why I don't think he'll ever had him. confirmation hearings. You know. For yeah, that's why I don't think he'll pick him. Yeah, he's, um, I think he probably will go with Jones being the safest of the pick out of all of them. I mean, they're still all Senate collegiality, all that. Right, right. They're still all terrible, but that he would definitely be better than Sally Yates or Cuomo. I mean, throw up. Another thing that I think Janet Reno 2.0, but worse. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and another thing that puts the nail in Cuomo's coffin, uh, hypothetically, is these possible sexual harassment allegations that came out on Sunday. Yes. Former aide of his accused the governor of sexually harassing her for quote years. And this is Lindsay Boylan, the former deputy secretary for economic development for the state of New York. She tweeted that quote, yes, New York governor Cuomo sexually harassed me for years. 
Many saw it and watched. I could never anticipate what to expect. Would I be grilled on my work, which was very good, or harassed about my looks? Or would it be both in the same conversation? This was the way it was for years. There's no additional information at this point. However, she did say that she's not interested in going into greater detail with reporters, just thought that it needed to be out there. And she said that working in the Cuomo administration was, quote, the most toxic environment she had ever worked in. I mean, I, I, I could definitely see that for sure. I mean, the, guy's, oh, yeah. the yeah. guy I mean, the guy is like Bruno Tatalia from The Godfather. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, well, you know, I mean. <laughs> so the reason I bring it up, and we were talking about this, is just the blatant hypocrisy oh, I of know. the left when it comes to these kind of allegations. Yeah. It's, you know, it's always, oh, well, you believe all women, but not when they're accusing Democrats. Yeah. And it was the same way with Joe Biden, with Tara Reid. And Brett Kavanaugh. Yes. People yep. took people took the, the wacko, you know, high school gang rape story at face value, among other trash allegations that were never substantiated. And now with this one, I'm, I'm pretty sure I think I think Hulu had a good post about it from USA Today. It was like, you know, former aide, alleg- you know, uh, you know, allegedly, you know, the alleged reported was in the headline. So mm-hmm. to speak. whereas with Brett Kavanaugh, it was. He did it. <laughs> yeah. It, and, it, it, and the whole yeah. thing just, I mean, that, I don't want to know more details though. I want to know. I mean, yeah, I'd like to know more details. You know, if, if it's just like, you know, if he said like, you know, Hey, you know, you have nice tits, you know I mean? Oh my God. He's going to survive that, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> well, he's going to survive regardless of the fact. I mean, look at Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it, and, and on Joe Biden, I mean, just the double standard is crazy because if, the Hunter Biden news had properly been reported. It very likely could have sank his not his, his run for the presidency, and it should have. Absolutely, um, MRC had a really good study about that storm. By the way, yeah, I mean the co- the lack of coverage. Yeah, I mean seventeen percent of people saying they would have never voted for Biden if they known about the Hunter Biden allegations. That's the election right there, and that was no accident. No. That they didn't know about it. I mean, remember we were told that this was a Russian disinformation op. Oh yeah. Oh, Brennan and Clapper, they signed that letter. Remember yep. the letter? And now it's it was just like, are they gonna apologize and retract it? Probably and not. The, the mainstream media has done nothing but lie all year. First it was, yeah. oh, there's never gonna be a vaccine before the oh, end yeah. of the year. Well, that yeah. was a lie. Uh, you know, the Hunter Biden thing was a lie. They covered up the Tara Reid allegations of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um we now find out that the Iowa caucuses were rigged by the DNC. Oh. Uh, I mean, the, the whole thing it just stinks of corruption. Yeah. And they very clearly had an end goal here. But the yeah. latest Hunter Biden news that we've learned is that the feds have been investigating for a long time. Yo. And, you know, frankly, I'm pretty upset that they hid this from the general public. I understand that it's their policy. But yeah. when you're talking about a national security threat, potentially becoming president i mean like you mentioned the other day Mm -hmm. it's essentially manchurian candidate what we're going oh yeah oh yeah beijing you know they they paid them the money they they got cozy and then they're like you know good luck yeah we have grand juries impounded on this at four hundred thousand dollars in unreported income yeah i mean i'm sorry i mean if it's that i mean i mean when i mean i'm again innocent until proven guilty but when when have we had a case of any high profile person who's hidden who's not reported that much income not be found guilty i'm just oh saying. yeah 
Well, I mean, also, Wesley also, Snipes. I mean, Wesley Snipes. Again, I know it was a little more than that. It was like, I mean, for him, it was like a million plus. But he went to fucking jail. So I'm just. No, saying. I know. I was about to say. <laughs> I like how now he's like, oh, maybe I need to amend my income tax return. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? And and we also find out now, thanks to reporting by the Daily Caller, that in emails dating September first, twenty seventeen, Hunter Biden asked the office building general manager in Washington, D.C., to provide keys for Joe Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, which we're going to talk about that in a second, and Jim Biden, the, the mm-hmm. vice president's brother. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 you know, the claim that they didn't know anything about the son's business dealings, yeah, that's total yeah, bullshit. Exactly. They were, total bullshit. Yeah, they, they had to keep the, uh, the family pool, the money pool that they were doing healthy, so... Right. Well, I love how their main excuse was, well, it's not on uh, Joe Biden's taxes. I'm like, yeah, well, it's not on Hunter Biden's taxes either because he was fucking hiding it. Now, look. (laughs) And listen, and we discussed about this in past episodes, you know, Joe Biden for, you know, it's I mean, he's smart. He doesn't personally, you know, benefit from, you know, I mean, in terms of, you know, personally benefiting, you know, financially from all these dealings, He, he, he outsources it to his kids and his family and his brother. They make all the cash, and then you know when it comes due, he'll take his slice of the pie. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And speaking of the Biden family, a controversy over the last five days or so has been uh, a Wall Street Journal op-ed that basically said, you know, Doctor Jill Biden should stop using her her title doctor because she's not a medical doctor. Yeah. Which, I 100% agree with. This has always been something that has totally rubbed me the wrong way is people that are not medical doctors or really any sort of scientific doctor calling themselves doctor. You know, a doctorate in education couldn't be further from what an actual doctor is considered in our society. So they wrote this op-ed and they immediately got backlash from the left saying, oh, this is a sexist attack, blah, blah, blah. That the whole the whole thing of people calling themselves doctor pisses me off, but this pisses me off even more because she's trying to you know use it as like you know some sort of superior intellectuality, just fucking ridiculous. And let me tell you something, you know, people who have doctorates like that that are not medical, you know, not not medical doctors, right? Not MDs. Listen, man, in high school, my English teacher had you know had a doctorate in literature. My history teacher, who um, had a doctorate in in you know in, in history, I forget I forget what field, but they never they hated to be referred to as doctor. You know, um, uh, you know, doctor. I'm not going to say their last names, but you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, my English teacher was like, "Don't call me that, please." He's like, first, he's like, it makes me sound old." And by the way, both of them are hardcore liberals, so. You know, I mean, it, it's not. Uh, well, and one of and one of my heroes, uh, Walter Williams, was yeah. a doctor, and he had a policy in his class that people couldn't call him doctor; they had to call him professor. Yeah, because they didn't believe in a title like that. Yeah, and I mean, it's just two different mentalities. You know, the yeah. liberal intellectual elite think they're so cool with these things. I mean, even in college, I mean, uh, one of my foreign policy professors actually successfully, uh, you know, defended his thesis to become a doctorate in, foreign, in international relations. He's not listed as doctor. Yeah. In, in, even today. I mean, I, I checked. He's still there. You know, like, I think for most people who don't have, who are in that group, like, they they, they know. I mean, it's just... Um, it's a it's a great accomplishment on your resume, 
but yeah, sure. No, no one's like, you got to call me doctor because I, because I, you know, I wrote fat Albert or something, you know, Bill yeah, Cosby's people, a doctor. You know? right, the people that do that. Yeah. Doctor of rape. Yeah. Uh, the people Hello that, and rape. Yeah. The people that do that are just so stuck up and, you know, they immediately jump to this. Oh, well that's sexism ploy typical yeah. of the left. Right. Yeah. Well, Actually, it's the opposite of that because I feel this way about guys as well. So you're just getting equal treatment from me on that. And I think it's deplorable when people do that. Yeah. Um, so the, that that controversy will probably continue on because I believe she's going to use that reference in all official, you know, government documentation and on a regular basis. And it gives off the wrong signals. Like, like you said, I mean, like, look, I mean, I think Whoopi Goldberg was like, I want her as surgeon general. She'd be a great medical because she's, you know, because, you know, she'd be a great yeah. medical doctor or, some, or something along those lines. Like she actually thought, yeah, you know, again, that, yeah. That was the point of the op-ed was that, yeah. you know, there will be a quote doctor in the White House, but not a medical doctor. Yeah. So especially right now with the COVID stuff going on, like, you know, and there were some great memes out there, like quick, someone's having a heart attack. Is there a doctor here? Jill Biden raises hands. Yeah, not that kind of doctor. doctor. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about COVID real quick, the vaccine. So big, big accomplishment here for President Trump, the the Operation Warp Speed, really a massive roaring success, which, you know, the the media is doing everything to make sure that he doesn't. It's It's his greatest domestic achievement. Yeah, by far his greatest domestic achievement. It's unfortunately a midnight accomplishment. And like you said, the media has never given the proper credit, but we have two vaccines. I think Moderna's is going to be approved on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I, Storm, I don't know about you. I've, I was told by Jim Acosta and CNN and Bill Nye, the science guy, yeah. that a vaccine by the end of, of, of 2020 was just, was just cockamamie bullshit. Oh, even, uh, even just uh, like... Uh, well, even Dr. Fauci said that. Yeah, four to six weeks ago, they were like, oh, there's no way there's going to be a vaccine before the end yeah. of the year, which was obviously just an election ploy. Yeah. Um, because very shortly after the election, Pfizer filed. You know, CNN, PBS, Vox, NBC, MSNBC, Yahoo News, yeah. PolitiFact, Fauci, uh, all wrong. A doctor on MSNBC, Erwin Riddlerner, or whatever the fuck you say his name, said that the claim of a vaccine coming this year is preposterous, so wrong. You know, the whole thing, it was just a big lie. And they didn't want you to think that it was going to be over. Yeah. And you you hear them now saying, oh, well, even with a vaccine, you know, we still got to remain shut down until 2022 and where the best is the and uh you know it ag hamilton is a good follow on twitter he he he, he's actually gonna write an essay about this you know the new york times was like you know the vaccine might not prevent asymptomatic spread Mm -hmm. and just like he he was just like yeah this is typical they always zero in on the most unlikely scenario (laughs) and puff it up because they need to continue you know peddling panic porn you know it's uh, you know, listen, man. What you just said, I mean, that that that's at the heart of, of who they are. I mean, like, who who bets against America? I know. With something like this, I mean, that honestly, I mean, 
we all know that the liberal media and you know they're all full of anti-american you know clowns but you know there you go i mean they're rooting against the country they're rooting against america they bet against america and of course when you do that you lose (laughs) and now these same people are the ones that say that we should give the the vaccine to the rest of the world before oh yeah yeah i know i know that's just i mean these people are never happy disgusting shows you these people are never happy i mean who who thinks like that how miserable do you have to be to be like oh you know i mean most americans see this as we have two vaccines light the end of the tunnel the vaccines are safe they're effective and they're rolling out and now we're going to have moderna's rolling out and uh you know good news what do they say oh oh so bad it's so bad that first world country is going to have access to this first Exactly. And it's the, the irony is that they're the people that are most afraid of it and stoking the most media porn fear about this. Yeah. If we if we honestly went by what the New York Times are saying at face value, we would never ha- we would never be allowed outside ever again. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, even with I'm, I'm not saying that asymptomatic spread is, is I mean, of course, it's real in terms of how extensive. I don't know yet, because honestly, we don't know much about covid anyway. I think that if we went by what CNN was saying about this disease, we would have like 280 million cases and we don't. I mean, people, I mean, people get the flu asymptomatically and spread it. And we still right. don't know, we still don't know the, the, the mechanisms behind that. So, you know, let's just pump the brakes a little bit. The point is that it's 94% effective, 95% effective. And I think the Moderna one actually prevents you from getting sick and getting the disease. Um, fortunately though, I believe, um, it's just it's just a little lengthy in terms of the the process. You have to get one shot, and then you have yeah. to get you have to wait twenty eight days and get another shot. But point is, you oh, is that one longer? I thought it was the same too. Yeah, weeks. New York Times said it's twenty eight yeah. days. It's it's at least twenty one though. I think for for both of them though. Yeah, so, but that could allow us to get ahead of the curve with yeah. people at least one injection. Is, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The studies yeah, have, exactly. have shown that one injection at least will provide some level of immunity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the first, the well, first shot is to you know, it's basically to provide that buffer period, and then you know, again. But this is this is the new reality. The new reality is we have a vaccine, and we're probably going to take it every year, like the flu shot. And um, you know, then we yeah, can get well, I mean, also the bars and go into the stadiums and all that. So we'll get to a point where enough people will have taken it that hopefully the virus just kind of like tamps out on its own, and we also reach herd immunity. Um, Because I think one thing that's not being talked about a lot is that we have all of these detected cases, but Mm -hmm. what's the multiples of undetected cases, right? Yeah, Um, that's true. That's true. You know, like you said, with the asymptomatic spread, um, it's hard to know. In fact, uh, I wouldn't know if not for having taken a test last week that did come back positive. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I have no symptoms whatsoever and I feel great, but... It's interesting because but remember, that, 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 you know, that, that there could be a false positive to you because then you say that it could be, it, could it, was, be. it was left out in the open for hours. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. I, I tend to think it's not after having talked to them this morning, but uh, okay. I, I, I don't feel anything. That's and good. In fact, I feel great, which yeah. is good, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but you know, how many cases like that are there out there, right. That just go never detected. Yeah. And, you know, aren't counted in this total. And, and that counts toward herd immunity, right? No matter, even if it only gives you antibodies for so long. Yeah. Right. So that's an interesting aspect of all this. And, 
we the interesting thing about this virus is we know so much more now, but we still don't actually know a lot. Yeah. And it, I feel like Rumsfeld, you know, it's the known unknowns, but yeah. nobody knows the unknown unknowns. And yeah. you have this news coming out of the UK about a potential new strain, which is worrisome. Oh boy. Um, well, that's what viruses do, though. Right. And, and they, but they said that hopefully the vaccine is encompassing to that as well. But also, didn't, didn't weren't there reports that it, that it mutated like months ago? Yeah. Well, there's, there's been certain like variations, but yeah. not specifically a whole new strain. Yeah. But the good thing is, though, it, it didn't get more deadly. I mean, I heard in terms of the, the changes, it's, it's easy. I mean, you can contract it easily. Right, less Easy, lethal, but, more but it's less lethal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, less yeah. lethal, more infectious. So yeah. we'll have to see what happens. Um, but it, yeah. it's it's an interesting dynamic. Going light there, is so. at light truly is at the end of the tunnel. I mean, two vaccines. I mean, we're going to be. We're, I mean, we're we're going to be okay. Yep, it is the beginning of the end. And, and I know you, a lot are, of people, I mean, you you and I have antibodies now. So yeah, well, yeah. you got to wait a couple more days. But Who you know, about me, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or take another test, see what happens, but. Yeah. The good news is I don't feel sick, so that's good. Gonna, that's but good. Uh, the one thing I did want to talk about before we close out the show today yeah. is something that's not getting as much attention that nearly should. Basically, there was a massive cyber attack on U.S. infrastructure. Yeah, that was me. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't know exactly when it happened, oh, uh, but we do know that it happened, and we don't know the full details yet. However, from the beginning details that are coming out here, we have key government networks that were broken into, including Treasury and Commerce Departments. I heard that Department of Homeland Security is also included in this breach, uh, and perhaps quite a few other networks throughout our government. On Sunday, the Department of Homeland Security ordered all agencies to shut down any use of a complete, complex piece of network management software, which is made by a company called SolarWinds. And is basically on all a ton of government agencies and American corporations. It sounds like a CIA front company. Yeah, the order <laughs> was so urgent that the order was so urgent it gave a deadline of noon on Monday for a completion report confirming that the software was no longer in use. Clearly, it was too late for the intrusions that have been underway for months. Apparently, uh, it was through software updates that they hacked this code. And basically, they think that the uh, the hackers may have had free reign for much of the year, although it's not clear how many email and other systems they chose to enter. However, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. This is supposedly the Russians. Uh. My theory is that it's not the Russians, is that it was China. And China is trying to make it look like the Russians did it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it could be the Russians. Don't get me wrong. It could be either of them, honestly. But it seems to me that China would more likely be the culprit for this, especially on the heels of finding out that they have spies fucking everywhere throughout corporate America, throughout the media, throughout academia, throughout our government. They have spies. Oh, yeah. And it, it really is concerning to me that we may have already lost the war to China before it even began. Yeah. I mean, a year of free reign, God knows what they know. Right. But you never know. It could, it could have been uh, the Republic of Chad who did this. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have been Somalia. I, I honestly think it was China. They're saying it was Russia, but you know, Russia is the, yeah, always know. the target of everyone's ire in this town for some reason. Probably because they're all owned by fucking China. But this but, is the nature of geopolitics. You know, we do it to yeah. them, they do it to us. You know, we're, you know, point is not obviously is not getting caught. And obviously they didn't for a, over a year. Not good, but you know, we'll it's see. Definitely the thing is, we're never going to know what detrimental impact this this had had. Yeah. I well, mean, apparently they were just reading them. stuff. It's not like they were actively yeah. changing things, but if they were reading all of our intelligence, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, yeah. Supposedly, DHS may have been breached, but we don't know for sure. That's the thing is, we don't know all the details yet. However, I mean, some sources say that the, this was is way worse than it's being made out to to be in the news right now and should be a bigger story but i think it was the chinese and it really concerns me how many assets they have spread throughout american power centers yeah well i mean we're their biggest market and you know it's it's in terms of a consumer market you know we buy all their stuff they're the most favored nation right in terms of trade talks with them I mean, they're going to be, there's going to be a lot of leeway and we've given them a lot of leeway for over a quarter century. Too so, much, mostly so, because of Joe Biden. How yeah, ironic. And there, in that, in that, in that time period, a lot of it, a lot of operatives could have, uh, you know, filtered through and they have filtered through. Mm -hmm. uh, so the um, other thing is that in the entire leadership of the company, solar winds, yeah. uh, sold all their stock in the middle of November. Okay, well, that's gonna. There's gonna be an investigation about. Oh, that. Oh yeah, those people are going to jail. The CEO yeah, apparently to already. That's uh, ridiculous. The CEO apparently already surrendered his passport, but. Okay, look at um, that. Yeah, if Martha Stewart was busted because she sold fifty thousand dollars worth of stock for yeah. whatever that thing tanked and she went to jail, these guys are going away. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's like billions, man. It's billions. Paul G. Mott is gonna find him. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on this story. Obviously, it's going to be very important, especially because now there's basically going to be a Chinese asset in the White House, which is very concerning. So, compromise, you know, he's compromised. I mean, he has $5 oh, million dollars in Chinese money in his bank accounts, you know? And did you see his so called speech last night, by the way? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I didn't watch it. I heard about it after the fact, but apparently he had a coughing fit. Oh, he says it's a cold. I know. Yeah, I saw that. And he looked super weak. So, I mean, I give it two Mike months. Got, before. Mike got the vid. I, well, that's what I was going to say. Is, Listen, you know, for me, man, it started out as a, as a cough, and I thought I had a cold. Right, well, where, where's, you know, the, the fireman media that's yeah. like, oh, well, have you gotten a test yet? They didn't ask him that. Was he wearing a mask? That's another thing. Right. No masks. Was he wearing a mask? You know? Yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, no, I'm not. No, no. Again, I'm not saying, folks, that you shouldn't wear masks. I mean, I wear one, you know. But let me tell you, it's not like the media thinks that if you wear a mask, you're not going to get infected, or you won't infect others. Let me tell you, I wore a mask, I still got it. So there you go. It, well, exactly. Yeah, they, you know, they act be like safe. Be smart. Like if you're going into like a crowded area, wear a mask. If you're going into an area that requires it, wear it. But you know, it's not. I mean, luckily here, man, it's not like Nazi esque like in other states. You yeah. Know? Do you remember when that moron CDC uh, advisor or the guy who's in charge of the CDC was testifying 
and was yeah. like, the mask is more effective than the vaccine. Do you remember that bullshit? Oh my God. I forgot about that. You know, yeah. was those, those here, you know, and they're this, obviously folks, this is done on purpose. They're so boring that no one watches it, but yeah, we got to find that clip. Maybe miss, maybe miss, maybe Mr. Producer can find that. Oh yeah. I'm going to have, we can blast that too. out on the, uh, the town hall account and be like, yeah. remember when, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to get the vaccine and that's their choice. Uh, yeah. I think it should be a choice. I don't think it should be mandatory vaccinations. Well, I, I think with certain, I mean, um, regarding schools, man, I think we need to be resigned to the fact that there's well, going to be, they already, there's, there's going to be mandatory policies but, but regarding colleges and schools. They already require that. I mean, to go to college, I had to give them my immunization record and make sure I was up to date on that. Same here. And I had to get the meningitis shot before I stepped foot yeah, on campus. So I don't think that's much of a change. I mean more so the general public. Like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't want to see a state come out and say you must get the vaccine. Everybody in the general public above age 18 should. I, yeah, that. I agree. I totally agree. It um, be, I, but I, though, I can I know a couple states off the top of my head that I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I know. Agreed. And Adolf Whitmer even, is getting that executive order ready. <laughs> yep. And even though I think people should get it because I think yeah. it's, it's safe. I mean, it's yeah. no less safe than a flu shot, I think. But yeah you know, it's still people's personal choice. And I'm going to be interested to see how many people don't want to get it. And if you have strong opinions on the vaccine, of course, you can reach out to us. We can keep you anonymous. I do want to get our our listeners' opinions on this because it's going to be an interesting thing over the next few months as it becomes available. Uh, Who gets it? Who resists it? And that's their choice, you know, but at least if we get a good percentage of people that get the vaccine, you know, you're protecting yourself. Exactly. And it's other people's choice. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that this is a good thing because people have had adverse reactions to the vaccine, but the people who got those uh, reactions were those who've had a long history of allergies. Oh, know? exactly. Uh, yeah. you know, the, people, people who had the anaphylactic shock. Yeah. These people have carried EpiPens. I mean, right. if you have, I mean, and this is, and this is with anything, you know, if you have a history of allergies to medications, I mean, you are going to be rolling the dice. And of course, you know, you, you should think twice about it, but if you yeah. have no history of allergies, to any medications and whatnot, you're, you're probably going to be fine. I mean, right. I'm certainly going to get it because I don't want this. I don't want this again. So, um, you know, when it comes available, you know, stick that needle in me. <laughs> yep. And uh, we have some breaking news as we're sitting here that Joe yeah. Biden has chosen Pete Buttigieg to lead the Department of Transportation because clearly he's such an expert in transportation. Okay, well, folks, prepare for delays, prepare for trains derailing and buses crashing and planes falling out of the skies. So, I mean, what is he thinking? Selecting a fucking small town mayor to lead the National Transportation Department? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I don't know what that's about. That's the other thing. At least, at least when Obama picked Roy, uh, you know, LaHood. I mean, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, and he was passionate about it too. I mean, I've never seen. I mean, I know that's a. I mean, it, it, it's a. It, it's a. You know, it's a who cares story. But like LaHood was really, he really liked being <laughs> transportation. And that's the case of an under understated cabinet position. It yeah. really is important to the lifeblood of the economy. It is. They're like um, cardiac. They're like the the cardiologists for the economy. Honestly. Yeah, you got to keep things moving. So that's the thing that's really bothering me about all of these uh, cabinet picks is either they're warmongers or they're corrupt or they're swamp or they're now amateurs. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. (laughs) Not good at all. I mean, we we might as well pick like a stuffed 
you know, like a beanie baby to, to, for transportation secretary <laughs> yeah. at this point. I mean, my God. I mean, I'm just as qualified to be transportation secretary. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, it, it, okay, if Pete Buttigieg can be that, then I can be secretary of defense. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. I mean, you know, military junta at this point. Yeah. Oh, believe me, if he got me in there, there would be, you know, Biden would be gone, you know, in 10 hours. I would have had the tanks <laughs> up there. I would have military deployed. I would have, I would have uh, you know, would be going any, any DOD staffer who was not on my side, it would have been, it would have been uh, you know, What's that going on here, uh, man? Uh, Mr. Secretary Vessel? Oh, it's just it's just a defensive exercise. I just decided to, you know, expand it to a quarter million men around the DC area. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be like a mix of like the South Korean junta and Valkyrie all mixed yeah, together. Exactly. <laughs> What's that against? Well, you never know. The Portuguese might invade from you know. <laughs> All right, enough secession right. Uh, porn <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, you can read Kurtzlicker's column about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, well, we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered, uh, unless, of course, I develop symptoms of the China virus, which hopefully I do not. If you'd like to reach out to us, email us triggered at townhall.com. We want to hear your thoughts on the vaccine. Uh, and we also want to hear your thoughts on where we go from here yeah. uh, in opposing. Joe Biden, I mean, you know, I know you guys hate to hear us say this, but that's what it's going to be come January. Yeah, it is. And it sucks. It really fucking sucks. Like, our life's going to be miserable. Yeah. But Unless we win those Georgia runoffs. We got we to gotta win those runoffs. Yeah, we still have to fight. The fight yeah. continues, and it will continue until the very bitter end, if that ends in civil war, as we've discussed. We previously. Read, uh, you know, our, our own Reagan McCarthy is down there in Georgia, so she's on the ground. Yeah, yeah, she's got good coverage on the ground. Uh, they are voting now, which I'm sure they're frauding the whole thing up pretty good. So it'll be yeah, interesting to watch what happens. But we will be back here on Thursday. Uh, email us if you'd like, triggered at townhall.com. And we will see you then. Later. Later.